Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Sorry, it's just like... <laughs> you okay there? Yeah, no, I'm just messing with the settings on my thing. Okay. <laughs> so, today's podcast, we actually have some, you know... What is it? Some outlines. Some construction. Some semblance Yeah, of... we haven't done that in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Some, some semblance of, you know... Structure. So, um... Clearly, it's going well. <laughs> the other day we were talking, we really have just roasted Nat so much. Yeah, it's it's become like an, an like a recurring thing in every episode. It seems like we just roast our friend Nat because he's the only guy we know. <laughs> he also can, like can take it in stride. Yeah. I feel like there are a lot of people that we know who we would not be able to roast. It would be, it would become like a situation. Yeah. I don't want to call anybody out, but Nan just takes it very well. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for accepting our bullying. It's how I show affection. (laughs) (laughs) So we thought we might, you know, switch it up by telling Nat how much we love him. Yeah. Yesterday we were talking about the news because it's awful. Yeah. And it's just occurred to me that it's been like several weeks since we recorded a podcast. It has been. We have taken a minute. Yeah. We, with the the addition of the week off that we took, we also had recorded a couple of them at the same time ahead of time. So it's. It's been a while. Yeah. But we're back to current events. <sighs> but anyway, we were talking about the news. And, you know, just in case some other fucking bullshit happens in the next seven days. <laughs> the news we're referring to is the coup and the attacking of the Capitol, right? But we are talking about how much we hate this country and that we should just go make our own country and have just... Like the gay people. Yeah, just just the gays. But we were talking about it, we're like, we'll just have a whole country is just the gays and Nat. <laughs> Nat can come too. We're allowed to have our token straight. <laughs> yeah, you get like a friend pass. But you have to like you have to vouch for them. So this is why yeah, you Nat- have to give us a reason that your token straight person gets to be on Gay Island. Yeah, <laughs> this is why Nat would be allowed on Gay Island. <laughs> Number one, round, <laughs> <laughs> shaped like a friend. <laughs> Number two, very tall. Excellent for hugs. You you just pair the tall and the dad belly. You got cushion. You got it's just like prime <laughs> prime hug real estate right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's also just chill, you know. He's already married, so he's not gonna be hitting on anybody. Just just this uh, just an all around bro. Yeah. You don't have to be gay to be on gay island. And listen we you all just know you love some, Markiplier, some but that just does, it, it doesn't make you gay. <laughs> <laughs> Markiplier's just attractive. It's, 
That's a fact. You can say that men are attractive. It doesn't make you gay. <laughs> Although, just to break from, from the pleasantries, your obsession with Markiplier is a little bit of a problem. Like, <laughs> I love you, but you need to calm down. <laughs> See, I can't even go through a nice podcast you without just... roasting him. <sighs> you just show affection in the I hate you way. <laughs> It's because I'm a cook. I got a roast. <laughs> Lightly roast. <laughs> you just need to be golden brown. <laughs> we're saying all of these nice things. It, it, it's just a mask. Because we're going to steal from him. <laughs> yeah. Although we will give a shout out because I don't know if we have already. But Nat also has a podcast called We Is. It's on Spotify. We're stealing this idea from his podcast. <laughs> yeah. So we wanted to talk about some nostalgic video games. We this both kind of put good. together lists of games that, I guess, more or less impacted our childhood. Mm-hmm. So um, what do you want to start with? Do you want to start with like early, really early childhood? I wrote my list kind of in chronological order. Mm. So that I mean. I mean there's like a little bit of order with mine. But I don't remember. I was just a like lot. thinking of them in terms of like systems, so I'm like okay. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't remember a whole lot of my childhood and it was also like back and forth, so Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um what do we want to start with? I don't know. I can go first. I'm going to have you go first. Right. So, there's going to be recurring themes that you guys are going to be able to observe on mine. <laughs> but a couple of my first ones that I'm going to kind of lump in together are the original Zelda, Tetris, and Galaga on the NES. Because they were those were games that, you know... We'd stay up late in the summer, late for small children. <laughs> right. In the summertime and like, those those are the games that I would play with my dad. And pr- primarily with my dad and my youngest brother, my youngest older brother. We'd like, you know, be running around being feral all day outside and then it would get dark and we'd come in and it would be like, hey, let's play Zelda, let's play Tetris, whatever. And it would just be... Usually the three of us, we oftentimes playing video games in the living room would be an incentive to get Sam to do his treatment. Yeah. (laughs) Because my brother has cystic fibrosis, so he has this thing. I'm not going to describe it because it's a lot, but um, he didn't want to do it because it fucking sucked. So that would be the incentive to be like, you get to do whatever. But we'd all sit on the floor in the living room because the controllers couldn't reach the couch. <laughs> You'd, like, pull Poor the fucking the thing, the console, and it would be, like, in the middle of the room. And then you'd be sitting, like, five feet away on the ground with the controllers <laughs> staring at the TV. Yeah. And then the dog would trip over the cables and you'd be in the middle of something and it would... Oh, God. <laughs> God, do you remember when Bella... <laughs> Did oh that when we were, we were in the middle of playing Link Four Swords? Yeah, we were playing Zelda, Four Swords. Four Swords, and we were like nearing the end. Yeah, we were almost to. We were on like we were on the last world. <laughs> yeah, 
and then Getting we had to, to start like so far back and bella just like walked across all of the fucking <laughs> controller cables <laughs> knocked it down and we had to start over not the whole game but we had spent so long on that fucking level though. we did we were like we about didn't to know, get it and like... then she tripped over it and it was like bella why no <laughs> But I can just remember that happening so many times with, like, we... Bella, stop being nasty. She's over there. She's just being problematic. (laughs) She knows we're talking about her, so she's like, I gotta draw it to (laughs) the now. (laughs) It's about me. Only Bella. Problem children. But yeah, I just remember playing those. Like, we would... um, always just kind of trade around like with Zelda it's so easy to die in that game that game's fucking hard (laughs) yeah but like we just pick somebody would go first and then as soon as you die you would just hand it down the line or whatever that is a great system yeah although and I recognize this now but of course I didn't realize it as a kid I know my dad would die on purpose so that we would get to play. Aww. Because, <laughs> of That's course, so sweet. he... Okay. My dad absolutely bought that console and that game for himself under the guise that it was for my oldest brother. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. But my dad, basically, like, he just knows all the fucking secrets of that game. So, of course, he was, like, considerably better at it than me and Sam were. Yeah. I just love that your dad plays video games with you guys. Only on the NES. Only on the NES. My Anything dad... else, according to him, has too many buttons. <laughs> and he'll play on the Game Boy because it's the same amount. It's the same, like, right button, buttons. You know? But, yeah. And then with, like, Tetris and Galaga, we would. On Galaga, you can actually have two players. So we would like play it that way with Tetris. You would just we would try to compete with each other. Yeah. Me and Dad would usually be playing Tetris for a long, long time, and Sam wasn't very good at that one. But it was the other way around with Galaga. Hmm. Sam could get through like fucking level forty or some bullshit. Dad and I would get to like level ten, <laughs> <laughs> and then just sit there and be like, "Look at him go! They're good. They're going so fast!" <laughs> oh my god that's like the hype yeah that your family has but also you can't like, say anything because you don't want to like fuck them up because they're they're like in, they're in, in the, zone. the zone yeah they have like so much focus so you're just sitting there like oh shit oh he's god. doing it Look, he's fucking oh doing god. it oh my Holy god shit. <laughs> and no one could move either like, yeah i really have to pee right now but i can't leave in the middle of this i might i might throw off his game <laughs> right you can't like walk across the fucking TV to go pee. This is too important. I would do that so much. <laughs> just sit and watch my brother and just be like so entranced by whatever game he was playing. Yeah. Yeah. My dad, my dad specifically hated the idea of bringing video games into the house. And then we did anyway. <laughs> and so he just. 
he never wanted to play or have anything to do with it. But Nick and I were just so very interested in these virtual worlds. And it was so fun because it was, it was something that me and him could like bond over. And I think it made us really close is playing video games. But the, the first one, the first, like, video game system that was my own was a, what is it called? A Game Boy Advance? Yeah. And it had, it had this alien-like light that you plugged into the back of it. I still have it. Uh... So you could see the screen. And I just remember on, you know, late night trips, you know, whatever we were going to Walmart or mom was doing errands late at night because she had, like, late... Well, she would, like, get off of work pretty late, but... (laughs) The kids were like, I want to go. And it was summer, so she's like, ah, fine. Let's all go to Walmart. It's fine. So, you know, I would play on the way there and just every, every, like, light passing. Yeah. Every street lamp passing. When, like, my two oldest brothers, when they went to college, we would, you know, take weekend trips to go see their shows or whatever so you'd be in the car for depending on which brother four to two to four hours damn so do the same shit on the highway or on the interstate being like when am i gonna get another light oh my god it's too dark out here mom can we turn the car light on no no (laughs) can't see uh in the middle of the interstate, in the middle of fucking nowhere, because we live in Wyoming, you're not gonna have many street lamps. <laughs> but I just, I have a vivid rem- I have a vivid memory of sitting in the back of my mom's Ford Explorer and just being in the back seat, just playing my see my pink see-through Game Boy Advance and playing the Winnie the Pooh game <laughs> because I was very small. <laughs> I think I was still in a car seat but I was I was playing that. Oh man, I just remember the time we lost a Game Boy in a car fire once. <laughs> what? Yeah, we were... So my dad was taking... Sam and I. This is this is the only memory I have of this car. I think I think I remember you telling me about the car fire. But now. Sam had a Game Boy. I never got a Game Boy for the record. All of my brothers had their own Game Boy, and I didn't because my mom doesn't love me. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's dramatic. But like, listen, they all got like consoles and stuff for birthdays and Christmas, and I never got one. So. Just saying. (laughs) Sends a clear message if you ask me. (laughs) But anyway, Sam had a Game Boy and my dad was taking the two of us to... I think we were... My parents were like going to do whatever for the day or for the weekend. And dad was dropping us off at my grandparents' house to babysit. 
and we're just like driving and then all of a sudden there's just like all you can see is black smoke out the front windshield (laughs) sweet and so and we were like out my grandparents used to live out north of town which there's at the time there were not very many houses out there so we were just like on empty highway basically so we like pull over and dad like shuffles us out of the car and I just remember like standing in the ditch like pressed as close as I can to like somebody's like the barbed wire fence or whatever and just like watching the car be on fire and standing there and like we were fine like it wasn't you know there I mean it was fucking car fire but it was like we were at a safe distance whatever and I just remember standing there and my dad being like, oh God, my golf clubs are in the trunk. And then Sam being like, I left my Game Boy in there. Oh, no. <laughs> the clubs were fine. The Game Boy was not. Oh, no. <laughs> Melted. Yeah. Rip Game Boy. <laughs> right? It was a Game Boy color. It was, I believe it was purple. Hmm. I remember my brother had the purple one. The Game Boy Color. I still have... My other brother had the the Atomic Purple, I think is what it is. Atomic Grape or whatever. That's the purple one you can see through. And I still have that one. Hell yeah. I love the see-through. Why doesn't Nintendo bring that back? I love right. it. Can it's so cool. I have so a see-through cool. Switch? That would, that would be great. I know you can, like, buy... Um, like, the kits f- to do that. But I'm like, I don't want to lose my warranty. Right. I already have to send back or, the Like, I'm not going to buy a Joy-Con. whole new system, but, like, if they made see-through Joy-Cons... Hell yeah. I would absolutely buy those. You know those. I would buy those. Hell yeah. I would. In a heartbeat. They just look so neat. Yeah. They, I just, they're so pretty. I like being able to see my electronics. Guns. I think it's... <laughs> I think it's, like, it's cool because it's, like, you know, those frogs and you can see, like, their intestines. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. But I'm like, yay. <laughs> yeah. It, just, yeah. like, wh- that was a trend in electronics that shouldn't have gone away. Like, right. We should just keep that. I uh, Like, you can kind I of just... do that with PCs now when you build your own, like, yours. You can kind of see through. Yeah. Not the whole case, but, like, like I mean, come on, it's... man. There used to be like whole ass computers and right everything you whole can see computer cases and every I love that style I think it's so cool right. and it's colorful and it's fun it it is very like nineties it reminds me of like blow up furniture and shit yeah. <laughs> oh god Nathan used to have an inflatable couch in his room <laughs> oh god <laughs> anyway. But anyway, um... So, we Winnie the Pooh game. Winnie the Pooh game. That that was just, you know, my... I think that was my very first, like, video game memory that really popped into my head. Yeah. Um, so it should be your turn now. Yeah. That's like... I've, I don't know what the first game that I played was. It was one of those three, I'm sure. Yeah. But I don't know which one. But, anyway... I'm kind of grouping a lot of these together because they're on my list for the same reasons, but um, the next couple are Super Mario and Chippendale Rescue Rangers on the NES. So that's the only console that we ever had two of. We had one at our house and then my grandparents also had one at their house and they didn't have, 
We, at our house, had... That was when games were cheap. Yeah. <laughs> so we had just a huge Rubbermaid tub Bella. at our house, just full of NES doing? games. I still have most of them. I have not played most of them. Please <laughs> In fact, I remember at one point... Uh, speaking of Nat, when he was talking about some of, like, his nostalgic games that he had for NES and stuff, and he was talking about he wanted to try to find copies of them or whatever, and I was like, send me pictures of them, I would bet you I have them. (laughs) (laughs) I don't recognize the titles at all, but if I look through my shit, I bet you I could find all of these these games, because we have so many, and I had all of them. Hell yeah. He'd already bought himself some. I would have just sent them to him, but... (laughs) But anyway. So, Super Mario and Chip and Dale were two that I remember most prominently playing when I was at my grandparents' house. Because I spent much of my early years there. I was, like, you know, in preschool and stuff. We'd have half days and then I would go spend the rest of the day at my grandparents' house. I never beat either one of them. Was never good at them, but I played them all the time. (laughs) Right. When you're a kid, you don't, like... I'm still not good at them. I'm just not good at platformers, and that's what, like, primarily was on the NES. Yeah, that's that's what the Winnie the Pooh game was. Well, it is. It's just a platformer, and I don't think I got through, like, any of the levels. Right. (laughs) Like, when I was a kid... I just enjoyed running around, like, yeah. make man, little man on screen go yeah. fun. I feel like I it was a feat if I could get to, like, level four Yeah. in Mario. And the only reason I could ever get to level four is because there's that little secret tunnel at the end of level two <laughs> that you could, like, take to the next one. But yeah. I could, and you could go to, like, skip to whatever, and then I could never get through it, though. Yeah. I don't ever, I don't remember how far I would ever get with Chip and Dale, but I didn't get very far on that one either. That's fair. But I had a good time. Right? <laughs> Most of my video game stories start, like, in the summer. Yeah. Because that's when you had, you know, a bunch of free time. Yeah. I feel like, like you mentioned, your dad was not really down for having games in the house. My parents weren't opposed to it, obviously. My dad bought a system for the kids. Yeah. (laughs) But for us, it was like video games is supposed to be a nighttime or like late afternoon activity. Yeah. Like, if you can be outside, you should should be. be. And if you're sitting inside playing video games all day, then you're being a lazy piece of crap. Yeah. That's how my family was. Unfortunately. A mindset that I brought into my adult life. (laughs) (laughs) So when I have a day off and I'm like, well, I can't do this until Until nighttime. Because if I do, then I'm being lazy piece of crap. (laughs) I just do it anyway. I don't even care. I mean, same. I just. (laughs) It feels bad. Yeah. I just acknowledge that I'm a lazy piece of crap anyway. I like also my job is like in the house anyway. So. Whose turn is it? Yours. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, the next one is um, N64. 
the only game I played on the N64, the only game we really had was like a hang-me-down from friends because we were on like the PS2 era, but mm-hmm. I didn't have the PS2. My brother did, which is fine. Um, we got a trade from one of our friends and they had an N64 and they had Pokemon Stadium and I fucking love that game. I played it so much that I think I broke one of the N64 controllers. Which oh, is, we broke so many. Those things were crap. Right. <laughs> the, like, three-pronged ones. Yes. The joysticks were awful. They were, yeah. like, the first kind of, like, thumb joystick. So the pro- they were, it was, they weren't good. Yeah. <laughs> we broke, we went through so many of them. Which is, like, it's kind of surprising to me because Nintendo, like, their products are pretty They've good, definitely gotten usually. better. Like, by the time they got to um, the GameCube... There's, I've had a couple of GameCube controllers that ended up having a little bit of drift. Yeah. But, like, the, the N64 ones, the joystick, just the way that they're made, you know, because, again, it was, like, the first kind of, that kind of joystick. Yeah. And it was very obviously, like, kind of the first trial. So they just, like... They didn't really stand up to wear very well. Yeah. But anyway. Um, anyway, that was my first, like, fantastic game that I would play all the time. Anytime one of my friends was over, I was like, yo, we gotta play Pokemon Stadium. We have to play the mini games. It's super fun. I remember, like, almost all of the mini games. <laughs> um... And the mini games were really hard on controllers too, because you know you had the Radita race where you just like slammed the buttons. Yeah, you're like, oh, this is why. <laughs> yeah, I still like still sometimes will just like have the like <laughs> soundtracks or like words from that game in my head, <laughs> just like it'd be like that sometimes. The announcer and shit like that. And the the sounds from the Lickitung, like, game. So fucking funny. But <laughs> that's, that's the next one on the list. Um, while, while I was playing, like, Pokemon Stadium and things like that, my brother was playing Pokemon Coliseum. So we would, like, trade off and play. Or, like... I would play in the background Pokemon Stadium so I could feel like I was also playing a game with him. But I loved I loved watching him play uh, Pokemon Coliseum and Pokemon DX, I think it was. Or Coliseum DX. And then there was the other one. I don't remember. But the ones for the GameCube mm-hmm. that were kind of like stylistic. <laughs> I loved those games. They were really pretty to watch, and I never played through them because I don't. I never had them, so. I kind of feel bad that it was like your brother just sort of hoarded everything because we just had to share everything. I mean, he would. 
He would like, hoard even it, though but, like, most of the consoles, with the exception of the Game Boys, because it was like this is your handheld, so it was like only you can play this kind of. But like the I kinda, consoles, it was all like, you know, you got this one turn. for your birthday, but everybody gets to play it. It's just you get first dibs. So if you're playing it, like it's yours, but it's also it lives in the living room. So yeah, it, they were always like our basement was like the with the, the exception kid of cave. like. Nathan had a PS2 and it was in his room and he bought it so like that was his but that was the only console yeah or like main console on one hand I'm like yeah that is kind of shitty on the other hand I was so young that I wouldn't really even be able to like play through it Mm -hmm. so watching him play through games was actually also entertaining for me fair like I definitely watched of things that I couldn't play through myself. Yeah. And he he was the big brother that, you know, like, you can't get through this level, you hand him the controller. He'll do it. So, that, uh, that on the N64 and also Ocarina of Time. Uh, my brother's friend had Ocarina of Time. And we... There was a point in time where we all, like, got together and were like, okay, we're gonna play through Ocarina of Time together. Like, him and Nick were playing it, and I was just kind of watching it. Because, honestly, I didn't have the cognitive ability at that point to, like... But I do, like, remember Ocarina of Time on... It was on the N64, right? Yeah. Okay. Bella, go lay down. You're gonna knock over the tables or something. Why are you so restless? She has energy because she's actually eaten. <gasps> you have energy? Wow. Can I have some of that? No. <laughs> Walks away and huffs. Also, I quit giving her the anxiety medication and I think she's like perking up. Yeah. She- Less anxious, but more, like, playful. But anyway. But anyway, that was the... That was the N64 era. We only had, like, two games on it, honestly. Which was fine. Because we we got it from somebody else. (laughs) And we also had other consoles at the time. Like, he had, uh, my brother had the GameCube and the PS2 at that point in time, I think. I gotta say, like, I mean, I grew up poor. We didn't have a lot of things. But I do appreciate that my parents eventually bought us pretty much all of the, the only... Nintendo console that we skipped was the Super Nintendo and my parents bought us all of them up through um, the Wii and then by the time the Wii U came out I was old enough to buy them for myself hell yeah like yeah (laughs) I appreciate that even though we couldn't they didn't buy us a lot of games like we had a billion for the NES because like I said, that's when games were cheap. Pretty much from there on, we have like maybe ten or less. <laughs> right. But 
Damn, did we get their money's worth out of them. I still play them now. Right? I love that we can always go back to those nostalgic games. Yeah. And also, just to kind of... I can't think of the word that I want to use. Hmm. Whatever. Ocarina of Time is also the next on my list. Oh. <laughs> Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. So those are ones that I remember. I also could not actually play Ocarina of Time. I feel like I remember playing it as early as like three years old. That's another one that just is... It's eternal. Like one of those that I don't know if that may have been my first game alongside um, some of the older ones. I just, they're all kind of in there in my brain at the same time. Right. I could only ever beat, for the longest time, I could only ever beat the Great Deku Tree. And I would just, like, dig around. I would beat that dungeon, and then I would have no idea what else to do. And I would just dig around, and then I would start over, and I would do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I, like, I pretty much learned how to play the game, though, and Majora's Mask, because... When that one came out, I would do the same thing. I would play through, like, the first kind of little introductory portion of the game, and then not because I was dumb and I was, like, four years old or whatever. I would have no idea what to do. Mm-hmm. So I would just, like, mess around in Clocktown and do some of, like, the side quests that were there that I could do. And then I would start over because <laughs> I didn't know how to get out of town. <laughs> Something really sad is I remember the first time I got to play Ocarina of Time by myself because the boys were doing something else. I could not get past the guy who was like... The little bitch-ass motherfucker who stands in the way and tells you you're a little pussy. Yeah. And then I just gave up. (laughs) Because I was like, well, I don't know what to do. I've just been running around this town for like... A while. Right. (laughs) See, like, I feel like the only reason that I ever got good at playing that game was because this was just a big bonding, like, thing for me and my brother Mason. It's like one of the biggest things we've ever bonded on over is just the Zelda series. Yeah. But that's one that I would just sit and watch him play that game. I could sit and watch him play any of those games for hours. Damn. When I was younger. I would just, like, it'd be one of those things. Because we would have, sometimes we'd have the consoles in the living room, and sometimes they would be down in the basement. Those are the only places that we had TV. hmm But I could just, like, you know, walk past the family room in the basement or whatever and just see, I'm like, oh, shit, he's playing Zelda? And I would just, like, pop down and be like, I'm going to hang out with you now. <laughs> I don't want to watch cartoons. I'm going to watch this instead. <laughs> That's so cute. That's, like... So, I kind of cheated. Yeah. You in had a roundabout a... way. Was, I was basically watching a walkthrough, and then I would go and try and do it myself. That's kind of cute, though. I would definitely, like, pop in periodically and watch it for a while, and then go play and do something else, because I, I was one of those kids who was just fine being left the fuck alone. Same. So, like... But I just, like, we wouldn't even talk to each other that I recall. Anyway, I would just watch, (laughs) 
Or probably annoy him and be like, I can't read that. Can you read the dialogue for me so I know what's going on? (laughs) I actually remember my mom telling me when I got older at one point that when I would, I would try to play the games, but um, a lot of 64 games, at least like adventure games like Ocarina of Time and stuff, are, there's a lot of dialogue. Yeah. And I couldn't read. (laughs) I was like five. Right. So, and I don't really remember doing this, but my mom told me at one point, she was like, yeah, your brothers used to get so mad and tell me not to let you play on that thing because you would try to play, but then you couldn't read anything. So you would go get one of them and try to make them read all the dialogue for you. And they'd be like, I don't want to do this. (laughs) It's like, read me a book. (laughs) This is incentive to learn how to read. This tree with a mustache is trying to tell me a story, but I don't know what he's saying. That just looks like a bunch of SpaghettiOs to me. <laughs> God, do you remember SpaghettiOs? <laughs> they sucked. <laughs> like, actual SpaghettiOs? Because I eat SpaghettiOs all the time. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> and that's probably just because I don't really like SpaghettiOs. And what is the other one? Alphabet Ravioli's? Soup. Oh. Alphabet SpaghettiOs. Mm. I eat SpaghettiOs all the time. Fuck yeah, SpaghettiOs. <laughs> Alright. I guess, like, the next one on my list would be, like, GameCube era. Which was just, it was only Star Fox on the GameCube. Oh man, I forgot to put that. Well, anyway. <laughs> Only Star Fox and only Star Fox Adventures, <laughs> mm. because that's the only one that we had. And I was also, you know, a furry. So I was like, this is cool. And it has dinosaurs in it. And I, again, would only play like until I got to Dinosaur Planet and that was it. <laughs> right. I would Same. just like run around. When I was like first tried to play that game. I would get to Dinosaur Planet. But then if I had to fly somewhere else where I had to get more than one ring, I, like, could not do it. Right. So I, I would just stick around fuck. on Dinosaur Planet like, hang out with the dinosaurs. Right. That was about it. And then I would start over. <laughs> or I would get on somebody else's account on, like, somebody else, like, one of the boys, like, their guy who had already beat it. And then I would go, like... To different areas. Yeah. I didn't know how to unlock anything. I would just, like... When I was a kid, I didn't like read anything and I got no context clues so I was like "Eh, eh, eh." what what is this I made it through the temple where the jellyfish were trying to eat me and now I'm a man I don't (laughs) I don't know what's happening and like within the same era I'm gonna loop this in um because I didn't play a lot of things on the GameCube until it was like until I inherited it because Nick was done with it honestly so that was like when I was 16 so along the same era I used to play Neopets all the time on my family's old ass gateway computer and um i remember we we still have it well we still have 
this Winnie the Pooh keyboard. It was Winnie the Pooh themed and it was like... Is that a pretty lady in that mirror, Bella? She keeps looking in the mirror like a window. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> like, look at that. that. Look at that pretty lady in there. Wow. Or it's just a blob lady? because she can't fucking see. <laughs> anyway... Bella, stop interrupting the podcast. <laughs> it's about me. <laughs> but it was this Winnie the Pooh keyboard, and I love it. I love it so much. Like, unironically, I still love it. Because when have you ever seen, like, a themed keyboard like that? Like, it might be... F- like, it wasn't even for babies. Because it's a fucking keyboard. Right? <laughs> it's like a full-on keyboard with a number pad. And I just, I love it so much because it's themed and it's actually like the molding. It's not just like a wrapped. It's not just like a wrap. It's the molding for the plastic of the keyboard is shaped like Winnie the Pooh and Tigger and all of his friends. And I think that's so very cute. And I want more of that. Because boring keyboards are boring. And I don't like it. (laughs) But I used to play Neopets all the time. I would play... My favorite game was the bubble game. And I also had a Galert. Which was my favorite Neopet. It was a little dog that looked like a little alien because he had very long ears and a very long tail and they were usually blue but you could get different paints for them it was it was fun and everybody in that area was really like playing neopets or pokemon and i was like why not both so just like get online and play the mini games oh man online games excuse me online games from that era perfect i used to go play like disney games and cartoon network games and just anything online which is like a preamble to my love for pc games yeah i just never played i think like now i'm thinking about it while you're talking about it i think the first game i played like on online or anything was like Pop Tropica when I was in like sixth grade. But Aww. I just like I never really played on the computer with the exception of like Solitaire or Pinball or whatever. I didn't know how to use the internet till I was like thirteen. Damn. <laughs> I was still am not smart. <laughs> I barely could function the computer. I don't know why people, like, my parents ask me how to do technology things. Because I'm like, I don't fucking know. Who fucking knows? I am also old and dumb. And I don't know how this works. (laughs) Along the same lines of the PC games, my parents actually had a lot of... Sir? These dogs just restless. Can we help you? Are you going to throw up? Do you need to go outside? 
Life with dogs, everybody. And she didn't even need to throw up, she just went outside to bark. It's fine. <sighs> Intermission over. I don't even know where I was. PC gaming. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Um, just to make sure we're still recording. So, I think that also my love for PC gaming stemmed from my parents had Mahjong for our computer. We had Putt-Putt Travels Through Time, which was a little car with a face that would, you know, it's like a little flash game, kind of. Um, we had... What was that? What was the name of that game? It was like a claymation puzzle game. It was actually very interesting. That's gonna bug me, but I don't know what it is. A claymation puzzle, puzzle game. We had um, Carmen Sandiego and... You know, I I used to just get online and go to like kid games or like dress up games and I'm like that is why I'm very attached to PC gaming because that was like a big part along with um, World of Warcraft was on PC so um, what was the other one? It was like my scene or something. Emily and I used to play it all the time. <laughs> it was like a dress-up game. It was like Barbie, but it wasn't. I, I don't remember. But there was a lot of like online games that I was playing when I was a kid. So that's probably why I still do play online games. Yeah. I wish that I liked playing on PC more. Like, we've talked about this before. We've been playing Feral, and it, but like, it's just so uncomfortable. My hands hurt mm. just from, like, because I'm old, but it, like, being in the position that my fingers have to be on in to be, like, using the controls, even just, like, with the mouse, it just hurts all of my hand joints. Mm. Not even my wrists, like, not even a carpal tunnel thing, but, like, my knuckles hurt. <laughs> That's rough. So it's just, like, no, oh, good. It's so much more comfortable just to have a controller that is built to be in my hands. Yeah. In a comfortable, like, resting position. Nat, I love you. Stop texting me right now. <laughs> He's like, I know you're fucking stealing my ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I didn't open the message, but just the little top down, or, like, the notification is just a heart emoji. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> okay. heart emoji, shut up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you. <laughs> I believe it's your turn. So my next ones are actually not games that I ever played myself because I don't really like shooters, but I just have so many memories of watching mostly Sam, but also sometimes like Nathan and his friends playing Perfect Dark in Goldeneye on the N64. Hell yeah. That, I mean, I just have never been a fan of shooters, but just sitting and like hanging out and watching and watching Sam. 
morose Sam for a minute. Sam's kind of dumb. <laughs> wow. He was... Okay, I just remember I was, like, despite being three years younger, I would be the one to help Sam beat Zelda games. So, just saying. I would sit there and watch him, like, rage quit fucking bosses and stuff, and then I would just take the controller out of his hands and be like, sweetie, you know, and then just beat it and hand it back to him. <laughs> <Get> roasted. <laughs> but anyway, just, like, watching Sam try to figure out how to get through the games was always fun. And then those games were, like, glitchy and fucking weird. And, like, yeah. just because they also looked so funny because they tried to, that was, you know, they tried to make realistic-looking models People? but also wow. it was polygons so it would just be like this square head with like a horribly painted like terrifying human honestly, face, human <laughs> face like, but it's like flat and it just they look so fucking funny <laughs> but yeah I never I would like try to pick them up and play them myself and I'm like this sucks I don't like this I'll just keep watching you play it's fine yeah pretty much all I got for those your turn um, the next era is Pokemon. This is when I got... Okay, so Emerald was when I first got my... Um, what are they called? The Game Boy Color? No. Game Boy... Ah, shit, what's the foldy one? Emerald was on the Advance. Yeah. SP was the foldy Advance one. SP. And I got a bright pink advanced the first SP. backlit game boy and it was um it was pokemon emerald and loved that game and then it got stolen <laughs> and i also got um this is one of my top games that i will continue to go back and replay because i just love it and it the soundtrack is beautiful the gameplay is fun for me, and the art is gorgeous. And that's Pokemon Red Rescue Team. They they just did a remake for it on the Switch, Rescue Team DX. And I had Red Rescue Team, and my brother had Blue Rescue Team. I love that game. I cherish it very much. And the storyline was one of the first storylines that I could actually follow and understand and comprehend. And I was hurt deeply when I was chased out of the town for maybe being the bringer of the end of the world. Anyway. <laughs> but it it's just... It's very much a cornerstone of my video gaming career is Pokemon Red Rescue Team. And that's, I guess that's all I have to say about it. It's also why I have an obsession with Cubone because I, that was, they have you take like a little personality quest to, or test to see what Pokemon you would be in this little universe. And the first one that I got was Cubone. And... <laughs> It says something to me as a child um, that it was, like, the the lonely Pokemon. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I guess. But that's that's why uh, Cubone is my favorite Pokemon, because it was fucking OP in that game. Because you got Bone Meringue, and that would hit your enemies not once but twice, and it would do a lot of damage. So 
Cubone's OP in Red Rescue Team and Rescue Team DX. So, and then I played Pokemon Diamond, and that was that was also one of the cornerstones. I got stuck in that game for so long, but I just I that was one of the actual Pokemon games that I could like play through. And I was so terrified of the haunted house in the forest in that game. So spooky. <laughs> Too spooky. Too spooky. But that's that era. I also have a Pokemon game on here. Pokemon Yellow was the first and the only Pokemon game I had until like high school. I went from Gen 1 to Gen 6. I think that's X and Y is Gen 6, right? Yes, I think so. Don't be nasty. Why are y'all, like, on one? <laughs> but, because I just never had any any of them in between. The new, the, like, the newest handheld that we had as kids were, was the um, Game Boy Color. And then after that, I guess they got too expensive. I never had a DS until I was, like, in high school. So I didn't have any of the in-between Pokemon games. And mm -hmm. none of the boys really cared about them as much. So it wasn't like one that my parents went out of their way to buy. Mm -hmm. But Pokemon Yellow was also just one of those that I would try to play when I was too little and I couldn't read. So I would just be in like the first town and I couldn't figure out why this grumpy old man wouldn't let me go through the grass. Oh just, no! Just wanted to go explore in the grass, but I couldn't read the dialogue, so I didn't know what I was supposed to do. So I would just walk around this tiny area and like go in the houses, and then somehow missed going into Professor Oak's lab apparently because I never got a Pokemon and would just give up. I think the first time I actually beat it was like I would try to play it when I was little and be like, "This game sucks. I don't know what I'm supposed to do." And just, like, gave up on it, but then went back to it, I think, in, like, seventh grade or something. I remember playing the bulk of it when I, my grandparents used to take a trip to Kansas every year, every summer, because much of my granddad's family lived there. Mm -hmm. um, and I went with them one year, which was so boring. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like... I mean, it was exciting because I never really got to go anywhere. Like, my family never got to do vacations or anything like that. Yeah. The closest thing we would have would be the aforementioned going to, you know, Casper or Shadron, which there's nothing interesting in either of those places, <laughs> to go see shows and then to come home. Yeah. But, so it was, like, exciting to be able to go somewhere else, even though Kansas is also boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just, from my perspective, full of old people. Yeah. But I just brought my Game Boy and I just played Pokemon pretty much for like a week straight just in the car and <laughs> at my great aunt's house just sitting there. Yeah. Playing Pokemon. Yeah. That's valid. But also it was like kind of a shock then when I when X and Y came out and I my first 
One of my first consoles that was mine was the Pikachu 3DS. Because when that came out, I was like, obviously attached to Pokemon Yellow. (laughs) So I was like, hell yeah, I need that. And I had a job at that point. So I had my own money to buy for myself. And then I was able to get Pokemon X. So like going from Gen 1 to Gen 6 and being like, holy shit. (laughs) What is happening? (laughs) Like, (laughs) couldn't keep track of like, which Pokemon were new or not because yeah who does that I was like I remember I would like talk about it with other people like you know at work or school or whatever and they would be getting into all of this real in-depth shit and I'm like what the fuck are y'all talking about (laughs) what the fuck is EV training right (laughs) I've never EV trained one of my Pokemon in my life like, I'm just trying to have a good time. I didn't yeah. even really know that shinies were a thing because that wasn't a thing until, like, Gen 3. Yeah. I do like shiny hunting. I think it's because... I don't know. I, I must like, like the shinies. I, until, um... The Let's Go ones had never been able to get a shiny. I would yeah. try so hard. I remember in... When I was playing X, I wanted to try to get some shinies. So I was like, I was breeding Eevees because I was like, I want a whole shiny team of evolutions. That'd be sick. I love all of their shinies. And I bred like boxes and boxes and boxes of Eevees and never got a shiny. And it was just like, fuck no. this, I don't care. But it wasn't until, because in Let's Go, they're like super easy compared to any other games. Yeah, they find. are. And I finally was able to get a shiny and true in that one. <laughs> reminds me of when I just like was chilling and I just happened upon a shiny Articuno. Yeah, just, that just like came out of nowhere. It was yeah. not even in the cave or anything. It no. just was like sup. And I was like, the fuck? <laughs> the fuck, dog? H- Hello? <laughs> and then didn't you also catch it in like a great ball? Yeah. Because it was just like, <laughs> yeah. well, this is what I have. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That was fucking wild. That was wild. I sent a video of that to the group chat because I was like, what the fuck is that? What? <laughs> I was really lucky. Um, the first shiny that I found was a shiny Audino in uh, Pokemon Black and White. I think I had Pokemon White? I think so. I'm not sure. But... That was my first shiny. I also found a shiny Sfeel in... Shit, I don't remember which one that was. But it was funny to me that the first two shiny Pokemon I have found were both purple. Okay. So, I also have bred a shiny rock ruff and turned it into a lichen rock because it's beautiful and i love it and it also lichen rock and rock ruff are one of my favorite pokemon or is one of my favorite pokemon like trees because they look like both of my dogs <laughs> so they really do yeah <clears throat> Um, the struggle with shiny hunting for me, though, is, like, you don't get to that point until you've already beat the game. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I'm not... I'm not gonna use I'm this not gonna Pokemon. I'm not gonna put it on my team. Yeah. It's just kind of like that a novelty thing, at though, that point. That was my thing, though, with, um, 
when I was playing. So I have both of the Let's Go games because I was like, eventually I'm going to want to come back and play these again. And I played Pikachu first. And then when I beat it, I because I knew that the Chinese were so easy to find in that game, went and found a shiny Sandshrew because Sandshrew is my favorite. Yeah. And also, shiny sand slash looks fucking sick. Yeah, it's got the red spikes. Yeah, but I was it like, does. eventually I will come back and play the other one, and I'll just transfer my shiny boy onto that team so I can raise it. Yeah. <laughs> from the beginning of the game and just have sense. it on my team. I also caught a because I I was shiny hunting too. Um, I caught a shiny cubone because I wanted one so bad because they're green which is my favorite color. And I also had a fruit themed team. So my Pikachu was lemon and yeah, and my Cubone was kiwi. So I also had an Arcanine named Mango. I love so much that you could write it was so cool i want them to do that in more of the games i understand that it's harder to do that when there's you know all of the pokemon in the game and all of their animations only having the first 151 yeah it's a lot easier to be able to do that but i love it so much having my pokemon follow me around it's so worth it i love that when everybody was like when that game came out i feel like it was on one hand you're either stoked because you're nostalgic about it and also i get to have matching outfits with my pokemon and yeah. I can have my buddies follow me around, and I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> or you're like, it's just a fucking gimmick. How many times are they going to remake the same game? I, I had a great time yeah. with Let's Go, honestly. I loved it. I would, I'm would. i more likely to go and replay those ones than I am to go back and play Yellow or Red or Blue. Because, same, because they're so difficult. Yeah. They well, don't so, have any of like so the much, utilities. Yeah, it's just, there's so much, like, I love them, don't get me wrong. But I don't have the attention span anymore to play games that take that much time. Yeah. And it, when it's so much grinding, and like, grinding's kind of boring. Yeah, it like, is. And it takes so long to grind because you don't have, like, experience share or any of that kind of stuff. It takes so long to get through the games. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's definitely really satisfying to beat them, but it's like... I'm gonna spend months playing this game. Yeah. Although, I did used to take um, my, when I was in high school, and started, I would, like, kind of went through a little bit of a phase in high school where I was, like, collecting retro games and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I would, I had, I bought most of the Pokemon games, although I haven't played a lot of the, the in-betweens. But, um, I got... I was never able to complete my Pokedex in yellow because I couldn't trade with anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I bought um, red and blue. He running. Running. And I would play them in class when I was in high school. And I would just take my SP because, you know, it was fucking cool. It would fold in half and shit. I could set it on my desk like a tiny laptop and just... <laughs> You know, it only had two buttons on it, so I could just use my left hand to be, like, grinding and walking around through grass and just, like, fighting Pokemon, and my right hand to take notes while I was in class, <laughs> and I would just, I spent, like, that's what my junior and senior year looked like, <laughs> was just grinding Pokemon in class. That's fair. It was kind of annoying, though, when teachers, would, like, most, I had, 
a lot of teachers who were like fine with it because they could tell I was like obviously paying attention and that this was something that would keep my hands busy and then I would occasionally look at it and like click through dialogue and whatever. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't something that I really needed to pay attention to because I played it. Right. But I hated when I had teachers who would tell me that I was not allowed to do that. Like, this is no different than having just, like... Of course, they always fucking ban fidget toys, too. Yeah. I'm like, this is helping me, like, kind of sit still here. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, have a comfortable division between, you know, the attention that my hands need and the attention that the board needs. Right. Shit, I used to get yelled at for, like, doodling in class. Right. <laughs> like, just, like, on the same page that we need to be, like, on, just doodling. Yeah. Whatever. I found one of my... I was going through my closet at my parents' house a while ago, and I found, like, one of my high school math notebooks, and it was more drawings than math. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hated that teacher, though. I blamed him. Yeah. But anyway, your turn. Um... I gotta look. Where my list? Where my list at? I guess the next on the list would be uh, Xbox era. So, my brother had an Xbox at one point in time. I don't really remember the Xbox as much as I remember the PS2. Um, but I this was the first time that I got the console first. And my mom, for I think it was like my 12th birthday, I got a brand new Xbox 360 just by myself. And uh, we played, I played Viva Pinata outside of my room in the living room just all day for my birthday. It was fantastic. And I have a deep love and respect for Viva Pinata because it I still go back and play it and it's still beautiful and the dialogue is funny and the animals are cute and it's just it's a very calm sort of game and it's absolutely one of my favorites it's honestly I love that franchise it's it's beautiful and along the same lines of Viva Pinata. Viva Pinata was just kind of like one that I would play with myself, but I would also get my brother into it sometimes, which was great because he was like, oh, dude, did you- I got the gorilla. That's fucking great. You know? So, um, that one was really good. And along the same lines of the Xbox 360, we had, <laughs> my brother, more specifically, had halo land parties and i remember specifically one that was so gy fucking gantis gigantic gigantic it was during the summer we bought cases and cases of mountain dew this is like the most redneck hick sort of shit and all of his friends like he had a group of like 10 friends which doesn't seem like a lot but it's a lot to like pile in a house and grab tvs and xboxes and things for everybody to play and we would all just like um we would all just play halo in the same room 
for like three nights each summer and just have this huge like party of playing Halo and eating horrible, horrible snacks. And then during the day, you know, they would go home and shower, which wild a bunch of teenage boys showering thank god am i right good god they probably all were also like damn this basement smells like shit we gotta (laughs) we gotta like rain (laughs) that in there's no windows down here man (laughs) there are windows but they suck and they don't open so (laughs) so i i thought that was just it was wild and it was hilarious and fun and where many of my brother's friends got their nicknames and I was just kind of like I'd go down there and be like hell yeah and then I'd leave because <laughs> I'd be like this is too much <laughs> but it was also just you know part of the nostalgia and it was fun my next one is another 64 game uh Bomberman 64 I only actually beat that game for the first time like a month ago (laughs) (laughs) but I spent so much time playing it it was another one that I would just like play through the first couple levels that game is honestly genuinely very hard (laughs) Mm. but I would play through the first couple levels and then just get like stuck and be like eh whatever I'm gonna go play Ocarina of Time again (laughs) (laughs) whatever but I spent a lot of time trying. And I, don't, I just like Bomberman as a character. I think he's very cute. It's very cute to listen Brown, to. Little man <laughs> with giant explosives. <laughs> I liked the music in that one. Because yeah. I would hear it through my wall and be like, oh, that's yeah. cute. That's good. It does have a pretty solid soundtrack, honestly. Nice. The, like, the themes for the first couple levels still just get stuck in my head. Because I played through them so much when I was right. little. And we would try to play. There's, like, multiplayer in that one, too. Like, a multiplayer arena kind of thing that I would play with my brothers. Oh, damn. But it's the only Bomberman game I've ever played. <laughs> Actually, there is another one for the 64. I think it's called Hero that I also have, but I didn't play that one as much. Yeah. But, yeah. That's cute. I feel like... I feel like older games are just genuinely really hard. Yeah. Not because games have gotten easier, but just because, like, the limited controls make it very difficult. Like... That that when makes sense. When there's only one way to kill a guy, <laughs> yeah, and like dodging doesn't exist, mm-hmm. <laughs> and blocking doesn't really exist, like that shit's fucking hard. I bet. But like, going back and playing them now, it's still just. I mean, there's some games like I could probably beat. Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask with my eyes closed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I hope because that, I've played them so many times on repeat, but like... I hope that like when we die we get like a stat sheet right. and I want you to like see how many times you have beat Ocarina of Time and yeah. like the whole Zelda series. Yeah. We were talking about this the other day 
Because I used to just... I just play the same shit over and over again. I think part of it is apparently anxiety because of my whole personality is just anxiety, I guess. <laughs> and coping mechanisms, or that's what TikTok is, keeps telling me. But, like, because I only had a handful of games, I would that's just what I would play because that's what I had. Yeah. So I'm like, it's just a comfort thing to go back and replay them. Mm-hmm. But I used to just, like basically once a year just be like i gotta hanker him for some zelda games and i would just like marathon all of them yeah so i've just played them so many times i do have those like comfort games yeah like you've told me like wow is one of those for you yeah it's it's very nostalgic and speaking of wow that is one of my next ones is um playing wow i was like 13 or so and my brother introduced me to wow and it was Right at the beginning, or a little bit before Wrath of the Lich King, and we started out playing. I was a female Tauren hunter in the beginning because uh, Mulgore looked like Wyoming, where I live, and they also have a beautiful uh, Native American theme which is really fun and they're very in tuned with nature and animals and I was like hell yeah of course I want a pet and I want to do the shooty and hunters are also just you know easy to pick up and easy to learn and my brother and I played World of Warcraft a lot a lot a lot um it's still one of my very favorite games but I am like now I am playing alone so it's not as nostalgic or it's not as involved so it takes it like back burner to some different things and also there was that horrible thing with um that twitch streamer who got banned for standing up for hong kong so i didn't really want to play it for a long time but you know moral of the story fuck blizzard but also Sometimes you just need some comfort gaming. Yeah, I don't want to give Blizzard any more money, but I'm also like, I'm really sad. You just gotta oh. figure out how to pirate all of it. <laughs> uh, Get your comfort game, but also give them a big old middle finger. I wish that was viable, but it is not. You know? And like, Big companies don't fucking care about any of us. And Fallout 4 is also one of my very comfort, very recent comfort games. And Bethesda is not a great company, you know? It's hard because I'm like, I have no reason to be attached to these shitty games other than my brain is like, yes, this is fantastic. Yeah. It's a struggle when there's like media that you just really love, but then something comes out about the company or like actors or somebody involved yeah. and it's like well we not is, allowed to have that anymore I'm trying to have a good time which is so upsetting because I do genuinely love Blizzard like the art team at Blizzard amazing jobs they it's beautiful and it's fun and engaging for me to play through the stories of all of these different places and that's mainly what I do. I just like fuck off and go quest and I don't really play 
with many people because I don't, I don't want to. I don't know how to talk to people on the internet, even if they're like really nice. I'm just like, I, I can't. Yeah. I just, I don't know how to interact with people. Yeah. Like we were talking about before, because we've been playing Feral, which just, if anybody wants, it's, it's just to give the game a little bit of a shout out. It's like, um, it's the early open pass beta, game. beta, open beta, and it's by like Animal Jam. It's just like a fun little game we've yeah. been playing. You just go on, you get to play as like just mythical creatures. Yeah. You can, you know, design your avatar or whatever. Which keep in mind. One of those things where you get to, you're like, yeah, this will be fun. And then three hours later, you're still just designing your avatar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you get your little sanctuary you can design. It's not and finished it's, yet, so yeah. there's, like, kind of limited... Although I've been... It's been keeping me very busy, but yeah. it's not, like, real... It's not story-heavy or anything. No, not yet. Um, but it's a good time. It's yeah. You can download it for free if anybody... Just to give a shout-out to what we've been doing for the past several days. It is very fun. Um, it's Not F-E- sponsored, but, like, you know, we're right. having a good time. F-E-R dot A-L is... I just googled link. feral game. <laughs> yeah. That works the too. The icon is a little blue fox yeah. face. With antlers. Also, I would like to, you know, just put it out there to whoever is listening. This is also, feral is also a game, like, targeted at younger audience, specifically younger girls. Keep it PC, keep it nice, and don't be fucking disgusting. Don't be nasty. This Not is a wholesome experience. our regular vi- viewers would. But no, no, but just just, yeah. just to put it out there for anybody else listening, um, you know, there's a time and place for horny. This is not one of those places. Um, but yeah, it has like a cute little community and I, I have been complimented a couple times and I'm like, oh, that's so nice. <laughs> They're in, you know. It's just, it's nice. That's about the only interaction that I will have. I will not trade with anybody because I'm scared to ask for anything. Right? I have, like, like, all these quests that I need to do for this season that we're in. That's like, you need to trade all these things. And I'm like, no. I don't want to trade. (laughs) Even though I will stand in, like, the main spawn area and just, like, hang out so I can look at other people's avatars and whatever and just watch the chat and watch everybody else be like, hey, I'm on this and and such, like, quest. Do you want to trade this thing for me? And I'm like, wouldn't it be great if I could just do that? Right. But I just, I I don't want to interact because I don't know. I don't know how to touch people. It makes me feel weird. Yeah. But it has been fun. It has an adorable art style. It's very colorful and it's very cute. And and like the level of customization I'm enjoying. Yeah. Because it like it's very creative, and I'm here for that. Because you basically have essentially stamps that you can use (laughs) to like design your, you know, put designs on your character. But I've seen so many really like clever unique and, unique and beautiful designs. uses of that like i've, I've seen also people seen just use very like, cursed ones <laughs> i've seen a lot of like you know just doing animal patterns or whatever or kind of using some of the base patterns that they give you but then i've also seen people like with the dragon avatar who if individually drawn like or put on like 
hundreds of fucking scales that are all different colors and shit. And yeah. like it's some of so your typical fun. like middle school girl furry designs that I think That's are fine. very cute. They're yeah. super colorful and whatever, but Hell anyway, yeah. There's that. So next on my list is just basically the entire Smash Bros. Franchise. <laughs> Primarily the first three, though. I gotta be honest, I feel like Brawl was the the last Smash Bros. game that I, like, really genuinely enjoyed. Not that I haven't enjoyed the other ones, and I, I will, I'm sure, continue to buy whatever installments, but, like, they just went in a different direction with Smash 4 and, um... Was... Brawl. Brawl was on the Wii. Was that the one with a storyline? Yes. Okay. I did really enjoy that one. Yeah. So there are some things that I even just miss from the original one on the N64. Mm It's it's hard for me to go back and play that one now because the FPS is so low. Oh, no. (laughs) It's, It's still, like, fun, but I'm so used to, like, having this really high frame rate and right you get spoiled back, by and i'm like, like button mashing so fast but i'm only like getting one move in and then it's like taking so long to catch up it's it's kind of hard to go back and play but i still do every once in a while because they're like the single player portions here's one of the things that i miss the most from like the original super smash and melee which is the one that was on the gamecube was that like since there weren't eight thousand characters they could individualize it a little bit. So there were mini games and in the mini games, like in the original one, there was the um, break the targets. Yeah. Which is continued to be in there. And then there was one, I think it was called brace the platforms, but you would go and jump on platforms to like activate them. It was a similar game just with a slightly different um, target. But like every character had their own individual course mm-hmm. that was like tailored to that character's moveset yeah and i miss that i miss that being a thing but anyway i just remember like playing the original one and melee mostly like with sam and some of his friends or like you know all of us would play together or whatever and brawl is like I think Brawl is my favorite for a couple of reasons. A, it was the one that had just the really... The other ones prior to, like, had good single player. Like, they had the obstacle courses and stuff. And then in Melee, there was, like, an adventure mode that you would go through. And, like, classic mode has always been fun or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in Brawl, it had the subspace emissary. And it had, like, an actual storyline. And you wouldn't just yeah. play it all in one go. It would take you, like, a couple of days. Yeah. And, like, it's not, like, a super deep story or anything, but I really enjoyed it. I've gone back and played it several times. So there's that. But also, the, like, and Melee had challenges, too, but challenges in Brawl were really fun to, like, try to complete them all and get, you know, your collectibles and stuff. But the biggest thing... Bella, stop being nasty! (laughs) Why y'all trying to be so nasty today? Biggest one, though, is that, like, I spent so many hours playing that game with Mason. That was, like, our game. It would just be like, hey, man, you want to play Smash Bros? 
Hell yeah, bro. Oh, <laughs> uh, hell yeah, bro. Smash Bros, dude? Hell, hell yeah. <laughs> but, like, we would... Sometimes we would verse each other, but most of the time we would just, like, do... Try to do the challenges, or we would go up against the intense level strength um, computer players. Strong. And he would usually main either Zelda or Ike, and I would usually main either Pikachu or Kirby. And we kicked fucking ass. It was great. I remember playing through Brawl with one of our previous friends. And that was that was actually really fun. Sonic, OP in that game. Honestly, like pretty much all of the characters were just beasts in that game. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of at least a lot of the characters that I would play a lot kind of got nerfed. Like on in like Smash 4 and so on. Cuz like Ike, I also really liked to play with Ike. In Smash 4, he got so fucking slow. Mm-hmm. That, like, he's a fucking beefcake, but then he's so goddamn slow, it's hard to play with him. Yeah. Or, like, even with, like, just every... In Brawl, I feel like they were just... Maybe it was just because it was like, wow, we have this, like, relatively... I mean, people are going to scoff at me calling the Wii a strong console now, but, like, you know, it was top of the line at the time. Yeah. And, like, the fact that they could, like, they had such a fast frame rate and shit, like, they had the characters going. So you have these really strong characters who are also super fucking fast. Yeah. Which some of them were, like, so fast it was hard to keep track of, or keep control of them, like. <laughs> like Fox. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's what I think is funny, because, like, you know, Sonic is supposed to be super fast or whatever, but, but Fox, fa- Fox and Falco were so fucking fast that sometimes you would just, like, book it off the edge of the screen and you'd yeah. be like shit who the fuck am oh I, d- I died right they just get lost y'all are in so stinky good lord get that away from me <laughs> point that a different direction no nasty points it at you are you getting abused Logan but and I feel like <laughs> with you know, the games since then, it has just been tailored more so towards, like, the competitive community, which is fine, but that's not where I'm at. So I just haven't really enjoyed the more recent games very much. Yeah. There's just not a lot of single-player content, and that just is, that's where I'm at, so it just kind of sucks. Yeah. It's like, it's fun to play, you know, every once in a while when the squad gets together or whatever, it's just... But that's kind of... It's just become solely a party game to me at this point, which is... In my opinion, sad. Yeah. But it's been so much like, we have to put every single character who's ever existed on a Nintendo platform or otherwise in this game. Instead of like, let's make a really fun interactive experience. And I'm kind of in the minority there. Because most of the people pretty much since Melee have been more competitive. And that's fine. I'm not the target audience anymore. (laughs) It's, it's not about you anymore. I'll just keep going back and playing Brawl. It's fine. <laughs> I would totally play through bra- Brawl with you. We need to play through Zelda's again. We do. Also, you can do the Subspace Emissary with two players. Yeah. Hey, oh yeah. Hey, oh yeah. Um, we do need to play Zelda, though. 
We should take a break from Feral. And play, <laughs> Zelda. play Zelda. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it just had a lot of bro bonding in that game. Also, I think that was the first one, first game that I ever played with Nat. Aww. I think Bree and I, because it was like at the early stages of our, Bree and I have, technically still have, <laughs> A gaming like Facebook page which is how we met Nat mm-hmm. initially and he also had a page at the time and so we did like a little bit of a collab and we all got online played Smash together hell yeah I'm sure Nat still has like his recording of that somewhere of us being like super awkward trying to have entertaining conversations <laughs> that's where I'm the real princess came from Huh. I think it was Nat and Bree were both playing Princess Peach. I think so. Because they like were doing random or whatever. God, that just makes me think of when I like decimated the whole group as Princess Peach. <laughs> right? Peach is OP, honestly. Peach is OP, yeah. I'm also just remembering now like one of the first times that I ever hung out like with you and AJ... Mm Is we came over here and we were playing like on the GameCube and we went through several rounds of Everybody is Peach because it was obnoxious. Yeah. And just the whole, for like half an hour, just (laughs) ha-cha! Yeah! Just only Peach and being like, wait, which one am I? Fuck, we all look the same. The Uh colors don't look that different. Shit. I also remember, though, Chaos. when Smash 4 came out and it was like, oh my god, you can have eight players. And we were like, like, we need to find more people to play with so we can have eight player Peach battles. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the last one that I can think of is, I was reminded of, because we're talking about Nintendo, Yoshi's Island is one of those games that is very inspiring to me art-wise and musically-wise, and it's super fun and a little bit difficult. I love and miss that game every day. I had it for the Game Boy SP, and it disappeared somewhere. Who knows where it is? I love it. I know that that shit happens. Yeah. Our original copy of um, Smash Bros. for the N64 also disappeared. That's the only 64 game that I have never been able to, ha- like, account for. And I bought myself a new copy because I love it. But, like, it yeah. just disappeared. The OG one, though. Yeah. Goodbye. Also, another one that I just thought of that somehow didn't end up on my list early earlier is um, Kirby's Adventures? Adventures in Dreamland, I think, is what it's called. The Kirby on NES was another one that we had at my grandma's house. And that's one of the games that I was... Like, one of the first games that I was ever <laughs> able to make significant progress in. And, like, mm-hmm. actually beat when I was little. fucking love that game. Hell yeah. It's so silly and cute. <clears throat> but also, like, relatively difficult. Yeah. But also, the last one I have on my list... So, I've never had an Xbox, because I just haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not here for the console wars or whatever, I've just never... I don't care. 
had much of a reason to buy one. But I just remember when we were in like middle school, um, many of my prominent memories with Brie, those like we first met in middle school and we'd have sleepovers all the time and we would just play Left for, Be- Left for Dead 2 for oh, like hours. Hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Just, I never really liked the first one because again, I don't really like shooters. I'm much more of a melee person. So mm-hmm. like... We'd play Left 4 Dead 2, and as soon as I could get my hands on a machete or an axe, it was like, all right, bitches, we're fucking shit up. <laughs> but we would just, we would fucking sit and play that game for, like, hours. God, I used to play that game as well. That was, like, like, that game was one of the first reasons that I ever considered buying a 360, but then it was like, I can't really just buy it for this one game, but, yeah. like, and I also have to buy, like, the online membership and stuff. Yeah. It's like, I really want this so we can play online, but... But, yeah. Some good games we've yeah. had. Oh. Honorable mention, Sims 3. I played that a lot on the first laptop that I ever got destroyed it (laughs) like it was it was not great for playing sims 3 and sims 3 was glitchy as fuck anyways so never played sims 2 but I did watch all of the angsty youtube sims 2 uh machinimas hilarious um (laughs) still a part of my childhood um but that's about that's about it i can think of i did have nostalgia i did have like sims 2 pets on the wii i think that was fun because you could actually like control your sims with the joystick (laughs) so it was like interesting (sighs) but that's that's about it um let us know in the comments what your favorite nostalgia games are and go watch, go watch, uh, listen to Nat's podcast about nostalgic games. Yeah. For I, old people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have like a solid description for We Is because it's much like our, our podcast is kind of an all around whatever he feels like talking about this week, but yeah. Um, sometimes if you like it's Wii, about video games, sometimes it's about wrestles. Yeah, if you like video games, wrestles, music, mm-hmm. electronic music specifically, and commentary about angry food experiences, that that's the podcast for you. Yeah. <laughs> Go listen to a boy. Also, I, I don't want to be like an annoying YouTuber, but just... If y'all want to, like, give us a thumbs up and leave some comments, it is nice. Yeah. It's helpful. We got our first hate comment the other day, which was super exciting. And honestly, it, like, boosted our views so much. <laughs> so, like... Yeah. It very quickly... It is now the most viewed. Yeah. So, you know. But also, um... He's he's my new favorite. Um, His name is Bungle. <laughs> Our hater. He also got a friend and, like, downvoted all of our videos. <laughs> yep. 
even the new one that was posted after the one that he like they subscribed just so that they could um give us shitty comments and downvotes so like if you want to balance it out you know give us give us better hate comments because like give us like constructive ones i want to be roasted I mean, you want to be roasted. I actually want to get, like, better at this. Honestly, though, yeah, like... Because, like, if the, if you've got some input, like, put it in a comment. Yeah. I would like to see it, because we're just... We're, we're doing this mainly for us. And to have, like, an archive of interesting discussions. Well, discussions that we think are interesting. So... If you're not part of that target audience, that's fine. But, you know, this is mainly for us. Just keep that in mind. We don't make any money off of this. We don't have any views. So we just, we do this for us. And it's a project that makes me feel productive. So. But it's nice to have, like other people you know responding and having sort of a dialogue like i would like yeah. to have a little bit of a community even if it is just our friends still just i don't even you know, know if like, you could qualify it as like hate comments it's just like you know all right neutral they're just pointing out things that maybe they think is hateful or yeah, something but i am not taking here's it the thing that way too i like <laughs> Genuinely, I think that this person, you know, we had a good laugh about it for a while because the comment is doesn't make any sense and I thought it was funny. Um, although when we brought it up to the group chat, they all got angry about it, which is very sweet, but unnecessary. But like, honestly, I think that these, they're just kids and I think that they probably are having a bad time and they're trying to take that out on somebody and they don't really know how to deal with whatever yeah mostly judging on like the one person's they have one video and it's this it's weird also if you're a kid you really shouldn't be watching this or listening to this anyway yeah there's well to be fair by kid i mean like teenager teenager yeah you know also i don't age restrict these i just tell youtube it's not for children yeah it's not for children. Not for you. <laughs> but but yeah, you know, it is nice to get some comments and just be like, all right, well. It'd be nice to have a dialogue with somebody who's not trying to tell me my teeth smell bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think Which, that's like a good roast. Right? That's actually good. Like, we asked for a yeah, roast. Yeah, I challenged that's a good them roast. to give me a better roast because their original comment was like, had no spice. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, that was that's actually pretty good, honestly. Um, like it's a little left, a lot of le- out of left field. I appreciate it, it's, but it's like okay, it's a you little know? weird, and I'm like, all right, it's creative. You're for you that. know, yeah. <laughs> I uh, you know what? I haven't heard that one before, yeah. and it kind of you know, it's actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you for the comments. Actually, it's, I mean. Thank you, Bungle. <laughs> we also got Joe Mama. Yeah, Joe Mama and Bungle. Yeah. Bungle's not even their actual... I don't remember what their actual username is now, but I initially read it as Bungle, and that's just what That's just what now. has been stuck. Um, 
Joe Mama also, felt Bungle that... just still sounds so funny to me. <laughs> Joe Mama found it necessary to point out that on our drunk podcast, this is a mess. Yeah. Which I just was like, it, it sure, sure is, is, pal. Like, it, it is it a mess. Really do be like that. That's kind of He also pointed point. out that um, on the one of our spooky casts that it looks like my hand looks like a wiener. It does not. It doesn't. It does like, not. I'm, I, I, I specifically understand that, like, the, looked at it, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, I get... You could easily make the joke. But I also went and looked at it and was like, No. Nah. <laughs> I tried, but I did kind of think it was funny. I did try very hard in the art to, like, make it look not like a wiener you can take it that way if you want that's fine i just have a massive boner because i love looking at you so much wow that's super gay yeah <laughs> we should be boyfriends about it yeah. <laughs> <sighs> as always this is derailed um, yeah anyway leave some comments Talk to me. Oh my god, we've been recording for much longer than I thought. Yeah. Well, I kind of accounted for, like, the intermission. Yeah. But, you know, um, leave some constructive comments or comments that you Just would like to see. Just tell us about Uvidi games. Yeah. What is, like, what are the games that you remember playing, you know, when you were little or, like, some of the earlier games or that had an impact on your life as a gamer? Yeah. Because we do, we do, we read every one of them. For now. I don't always see them right away. Yeah. I, I, I check on mobile to... and sometimes they're not there. Yeah. When, like, I try not to get obsessed with, like, looking at the numbers, so that means that I'm not checking our account very regularly, but... Yeah. I check in on it occasionally. I, I usually try. check on, like, a couple of times after, on, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I forget until I log in to post a new one. But, you know, we don't see them right away, but we do read them all. Yeah. So, thank you guys for listening, if you've made it this far, and we'll see you. you. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, I need a fucking snack. Goodbye. You are a fucking snack. <laughs>